0: Hello, Sobertown, and welcome to the Sobertown podcast. Let's jump on that Sober train and ride into the incredible, wonderful world of sobriety. Hi, my name's Karina. Um, I've got a great guest on my train um, with me today who I will introduce to you shortly. For those of you that already know me, you will know that um, I've um, had a drink um, for 22 years, probably a bottle of wine at least every night um and i'm very very passionate about um mums or and, and dads as well parents with young children of becoming sober and staying sober and my main reason for that is that i now have jack who's 24 years old and for um 22 of those years at least i was drinking um so my very very special guest today um is jack my son jack hi hello <laughs> thank you for joining me. I'm a little bit anxious because we've never really spoken about my drinking, have we? No. no. Um, I think the only time was I know that um, when I started on this sober journey, uh, eight months ago, I put a post out on the I Am Saber app and, and spoke a bit on there about my, my regrets and my guilt for having drunk for most of your life. And um, and I forwarded that to you because I wanted to share that with you. And I remember you sending me back a a hugs and a heart, which was kind of in my mind, yep, yeah, Mum, I've seen it, I've read it, it's okay. But I really want to talk to you, frankly, and off the cuff, none of this is rehearsed. As people can probably tell, I'm feeling quite anxious about what it was like and what your memories are of growing up and... To be honest, there's nothing to be anxious about I didn't really it.
1: The only thing that I remember, one time I remember, was making you breakfast one morning, waking you up with breakfast in bed and bringing you a glass of wine with it. Really? And he was like, no, that's that's not for daytime, that's not for mornings.
0: Okay. That's the
1: only thing that I really remember, to be honest. Okay. Nothing that deep.
0: So you kind of remember that that usually I had a glass of wine in my hand, maybe then, being you were bringing that.
1: Probably, yeah. That's what you used to drink, so. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I okay. guess so. Okay. So, I mean, I remember one particular time because obviously you didn't have a time, Um
2: when you were, didn't let
0: me. <laughs> yeah, because I wouldn't let you have a spartame because it would make you quite hyper. Um, and I remember one day you'd um, <laughs> drunk some lemonade from a from a pub because we'd been to a pub, and I remember you walking up the road quite excited and saying, "I think that had a spartame in." And um, this must be how you feel when you're drunk, I feel like you, and almost quite proud that you were feeling like me. Do you remember anything like that?
1: No. no? I only remember the used to pubs when I used to have, uh, what was it, scampi crisps?
0: Scampi crisps, yeah.
1: Bacon <laughs> rashes.
0: Yeah.
1: In a white heart in Lincolnshire. Okay. I think it's a white heart.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. But well, I don't really remember too much. The only time that I ever really knew it was when we had bonfires, and that was about it, really. Mm.
0: So, what would you remember from when we had bonfires?
1: Several being absolutely fucking slaughtered.
0: Okay. And pissed. Yeah. I yeah.
1: was a kid, so I didn't really know what, no different, did I? So. when I I'm not one to judge. Like, I had two years of solid alcohol abuse, didn't I? And drug abuse as well. Yeah. But a solid two years. So. Yeah.
0: And, and do you think, sort of, that anything in your because it's kind of weird um, that one of the things that I was always anti was drugs because in my stupid mind alcohol was legal so it was okay <laughs> um, and kind of I, I didn't really like violence and I didn't like drugs um, but they're kind of things that you turn to and do you think that has anything to do with
1: Your upbringing Uh, on me? I don't think so. All honestly, I would have done it anyway because that was the industry that I was in. That was my work. So I personally don't think so. I can't tell even because I wouldn't know, would I? Really? All honestly. But that was the industry that I was working in and that was given. That was what I had to do to work in that industry. It was drink all the time. Okay. I don't think it's anything to you. Okay.
0: So do you think that, um, when you said that you had a problem, do you think it was more a drink or drugs?
1: Uh, they're both together,
2: really.
0: Both? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to talk a little bit about your drugs, please? Not really. Not
1: really. Yeah. Okay. What, what made you stop? Um, I don't know, really. Oh, when, I, when I come out of the nightlife industry, I sort of stopped, really.
2: Mm. That's
1: when I stopped, so... I don't know if it's career choice-wise or what, I don't know, yeah. but...
0: And, and how do you feel now that, that you've stopped?
1: See, so I'm not as anal as I am about it to you, I don't care, I, I can still have a drink. I don't do drugs anymore, so I've got half an hour. Mm. But I can still happily enjoy a drink, but I barely drink anymore. No. That's all, really. But I think it's only because of work. So I stopped going. i started working on the night shifts instead. So I think that pulled me away from drinking and stuff quite a bit. And drugs, because yeah. I was there to enforce it, make sure it's safe and not allowed. So I don't know. I'm not too sure. Okay. But okay. I still enjoy drink every now and then. But this out barely barely drink anymore at all. Mm. I, don't, I don't see the need to.
2: Okay. Only
1: when it's sunny and a nice day. Okay. Same okay. with smoking. I don't. You know. If it's a nice day and I'm feeling happy, I'll have a drink. Whereas I think you was the opposite. If you was sad, you had a drink. Okay. Whereas I'm the complete opposite. If I'm happy, I'll have a drink. Yeah. So I think it bounces both ways, really.
0: Yeah. And, and you can sort of just take or leave it. You can just have, like, a bottle of wine, that would be it. Whereas I have
1: no. a bottle of wine. You... If I drink, I drink. You have to drink. I drink myself silly. Okay. To but black out? Not to black out, but until I'm smashed. Okay. But... It's not that I feel the need to. It's just because I want to. I think okay. it's because I don't do it for so long, I and mean, then I think, oh fuck it, I might as well have another one, okay. and I'll just keep drinking. Okay. But I don't, I don't feel the need to drink half the time. Just say when the weather's nice, and I'm feeling happy, or okay. I mean, when it's given. If I've had a hard day at work or something, or I'm shattered, I'm like, oh, I could have a drink. But I never go out and buy them. I do fancy one, but I just it's just not a necessity really, so no. I don't really buy them that much. Okay. Then there, I'll drink it, though. I, I can't stand having alcohol in the fridge and it not being drunk. Has to be drunk. I can't let there and sit a bottle of wine be in the fridge or beers or whatever. Even if I don't want a drink, I'll still drink it because I just don't want it in the fridge. I'd rather drink it.
0: Yeah, so. which which is possibly something you have got from me because I could never yeah. leave a bottle of wine. If I bought a bottle of wine, it would have to be gone, wouldn't it? Yeah. And,
2: um, and then,
0: obviously, sort of, possibly you remember stuff as you got Older because obviously it's only sort of we, we lived together for a bit during lockdown last year, mm. beginning of lockdown, and um, about a year or so previous to that, you'd you been living the, as an adult. Yeah. Um, what do you remember, or do you have any views on my drinking then at that well, time?
1: Well, I don't really drink we too much then, to be honest. Personally, I didn't see it as much, okay. but I think that's probably because that's when I was going through it. My drink and drug stage, Okay. so it's probably not that I know. It. It's probably not that I notice it as much because I was having it as much as myself. So, mm. yeah, I think you're too deep into it and think that it's affected me and everything, but I don't think it
0: has personally. Okay. So, so overall, do you think that it's that that it didn't really affect your? You, you, consciously, you don't think it affected your childhood.
1: I mean, what I done. In my teenage years, I would have done anyway, regardless okay. to say, because that was just the industry that I was in, that was given. Okay. So I don't think it's affected me much. No, not really. Okay, but anyway, I just because I've been through it all as well, so it's just hmm. one of them.
0: But it, it's really nice for me to to hear that because it is something that um, that I worry about. That is a cream soda we've just opened.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. It's a bit of shandy. Oh
0: no!
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. It's not a full beer. It's a shandy at least. It's a shandy.
0: Oh dear! I thought it was a cream soda. That's mm-hmm. Funny. Okay. Um, I forgot my train of thought then, really. But um, but anyway. So I mean, I know that you've said to me there has been times. It's probably sort of the beginning of last year and sort of the years. I before. do remember
1: when we went out to the Turkish. Oh yeah. And. You thought it was dry shampoo. Oh, yeah. And you put uh, my shaving foam all in your hair. He yeah. was absolutely slaughtered that night. But yeah. then so was I. So it's just, yeah.
0: I think that was the thing that actually um, we would drink together as yeah. you got older. And, and I remember sitting actually once with you when you were sort of probably younger than 18, actually, because we were in Turkey. Um, so you were probably about 15, 16. Um, and we'd have some spears out there and I knew you'd smoke then as well and I knew you were smoke. Were you about, did I know you smoke smoking when you were about 14, or was it you were a bit older do you no, think?
1: No I didn't start smoking until I was, I didn't start properly smoking until I was 18 but I'd have bags every now and then yeah. when I was younger. So you must have been but... about
0: 18 then and, and I remember sitting somewhere with you once and we were just drinking and drinking and drinking and i remember saying to you i remember when you were a kid we'd go swimming together and now look at us sort of drinking and smoking Mm. together and i actually really enjoyed that and to me like probably not rightly um to me i was excited about that for me
1: drinking and smoking always been a social thing anyway
0: Mm.
1: always been a social thing like so i drink at home but not excessively but Having a drink has always been a social thing for me. Mm. But as I say, when I start, when I start, I just it's keep going, and binge yeah. it. Yeah. But I think it's just because I'm thinking, oh, I don't drink normally, so I'm having a drink now. I might as well just go all out and yeah, do it properly. But
0: and then you can just leave it the next day; it doesn't get. Into... Well, I'll be hanging
1: out my arse, but yeah, yeah. Okay. But there's been there's been times when I woke up in the morning and I think, oh can have a cider right now and I have had a cider as well like I just had like four nights drinking and uh I just woke up next morning and just thought fuck it I'll carry on
2: yeah
1: and just carry on drinking I've had a couple of sessions like that mm. where I just woke up next day and thought I might as well carry on drinking
2: yeah
1: but again that's not because I was sat on my own it's just because I was with people people yeah so it's always been a social thing for me smoking and drinking
0: I like, do you remember that time we went over to um, Karens in Ireland for the ball? And I think I drank continually, day and night. I remember having a drink at 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. Um, When I just uh, drank, do you, I don't you remember that. Not really,
1: uh, no. no. I mean, I think you're too deep into it sometimes. In what way? I just think you think so bad of it all the time, but like, I had absolutely no clue after.
0: OK. So I think too deep in, in that it might have affected you and it actually
1: you don't feel that it has? No. Because all the things that I've done, I would have done regardless of if you're drunk or not. I know I would have. OK. So, like you tried moving away from Essex and that to keep me away from violence and drink and drugs, but we moved to Norfolk and shit, it still happens. Yeah. So it's going to be anywhere, isn't it? So I don't, I don't think it's just affected me, not affected me as much as you think it has.
0: Well, that's really nice for me to to know um i know i know there have been times sort of in recent years that you kind of said to me um no mum you don't need any more and mum you're, you're using it to block so you don't need any wine tonight do you remember those sorts yeah. of things
1: well it's not as fuck me up like <laughs> no
0: it's
1: just me saying isn't it like people say that to me sometimes i just don't the thing is it's hard it's it's one of those things it's like you're talking to someone where it doesn't affect me. So like you're thinking it has but it hasn't. So it's just like I haven't really got much to say on the situation because like I've been in that scenario. Same as you obviously not as prolonged but them two years that I was doing drink and drugs fuck me. You know I was doing drink and drugs. Mm. And I was like bad. Yeah. But got over it. It's one never know,
2: like
0: yeah, and I'm really proud of you for that, because you did that for two years and you got out of it. Um, I, I had my first drink when I was 12, and I've probably drunk quite a lot since the age of 14, and I've never really got out of it, apart from when I was pregnant with you. Mm. Um, I, I, and probably when I was with your dad as well, because he wasn't really a drinker, so I didn't drink. Was break, but yeah. drinker, he was so. a prick, but he wasn't a drinker. Um, but was there any time... Because one of the things that sticks in my head is when we were moving from Lincolnshire to Norwich, I found one of your, your kids' books, and I opened up the front of it as I was packing up the boxes, and it was something that you would have written, probably looking at the handwriting, at about the age of seven or eight, and you'd written in the front of it, My mum's drunk again. <laughs> so you do find that funny, whereas me, that was like... Ah.
1: Yeah, I do. I, I, so I don't remember anything, like, I don't remember any of it, really. No. Okay. No, what What really. about
0: as you got older and I'd, I'd get drunk and that, would you...
1: But I'd get drunk, with you. that's the
0: thing. Yeah, but perhaps in sort of like the last year or so, when you knew a lot that like, I was drinking to block pain and emotional stuff, and you'd say to me, Mum, you don't need you don't need a drink, you're just blocking. It's all right having a drink for fun, but you don't need it to block. Was there any time that you thought, oh, I wish I could just make a stop?
1: I mean, no, because... You deal with it, dealing with it the way you thought was suitable. Like, everyone deals with their own shit, their own way.
2: Mm.
1: Obviously, whether it be bad or good. So, like, I knew eventually you'd come to realise that, you know, for me saying it from an outside perspective, that you'd then soon realise that the way you're dealing with it is a bad way. But I wouldn't want to, like, push it on you and then, like, make you go downhill, make you feel bad sort of thing. Yeah. So I'm always one of them people that just step back um make you aware of scenarios but don't force it on you sort of thing. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I always let people deal with their emotions in their own way because that's how people deal with it. We're all different. Yeah. So but I mean, you've accepted it now and you realise, so looks like I've done you a solid one it really. <laughs>
0: well I've done a good job with you, didn't <laughs> I? Oh my goodness. I couldn't be prouder than to have a son like you. Um it is amazing Even, you know I yeah I just um, I mean I just one of the things that I put, you kind of sort of probably say this there's something we talk about that we talk about in fun um, in jest almost that you say to people don't let a drink the tequila sunrises <laughs> so, I'm quite happy for you to share that situation with uh... everybody of why you say that Um, And and how old were you probably we would just built the villa, so you'd have been about 14, 15, Um, so you're 14, 15 year old, me and you were out in Turkey for a month, Um, we'd gone out for a drink.
1: Well I'd gone out for a drink and you just misreacted joined me all of a sudden and I met a load of friends and then you just started drinking. Mm-hmm. And then you didn't stop mm-hmm. after I told you about three times. No, that's enough.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then I ended up having to fucking clean all your shit off the floor because you shat yourself. first the time we got back to the villa, mm. um, yeah. But you know, it's what it is. I shit myself now, but I got Crohn's, so <laughs> <having> <laughs> you
0: out. got good excuse. <laughs> I got yeah. an excuse,
2: but yeah. yeah.
0: So, but how did, as a 14-year-old, how... I mean, when I only mean joke about it, go, you say, joke, don't know how to clean a summer when I was drinking, but how did that really feel?
1: Again, you're in too deep with it, what I remember it. You just feel like you've affected me so much, but you, like, really haven't...
2: Like, okay. you
1: haven't... You okay. can care less, like... He's going for his shit. Do what you got to do, isn't
0: he? Yeah. Okay, so... so it, but let's just talk then about, obviously, because I decided enough was enough. And um, I think I hid a lot of my drinking. I think sort of, you know, people would just think that I'd just fallen asleep. But I think I, I'd hidden a lot of my drinking. And I know that in the early lockdown last year I was drinking, it was increasing. Um,
1: yeah, but that was given I was as well.
0: Yeah, so I think most people were. And then, you know, it was kind of... Yeah, Arthur was gonna was due in October, and I, in my mind, I'd been a a drunk, smelly mum. <laughs> I didn't want to be a, a drunk, smelly mama. Um So that, and and also because you know Zofia kind to stop smoking, and wanted to support her. And and I remember that when you were a kid, like with my smoking, especially that I couldn't wait for you to go out and play. I hate or, it. Or I to hate to you, you, ha- you hate You hate smoking. you He's sitting I'm here with a cigarette right now, guys. <laughs> that bothered me
1: more about the drink, to be fair. Yeah, but.
0: Yeah. So just talk about that and what what did you hate about the smoking?
1: I fucking hated it. Hated it. Don't know why. I just hated smoking. Hated it.
0: I, I think what was struck for me there was a lot of adverts around at that time about um, smoking I don't even killing think
1: it's you. That. I just, just hated you smoking.
0: Okay. You hated,
1: I, I didn't I didn't care about it, doing it. I just hated you smoking. Don't know okay. why.
0: But you used to say to mummy, "You're going to die. You're going to die." Because there was a lot of adverts around at that time that smoking kills people
1: and. Probably,
0: yeah. Uh, there wasn't a lot of adverts about drink killing people, though, was there? So Yeah. And 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 drink actually kills people more than, than cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we've covered all the cigarettes and everything up in the shops, but the, the drink's all out there. Yeah. And uh, did you feel, because this is another thing that um, that I've really got um, a bit of an idea about at the moment, so it would be good to talk to you, because you're 24, so you're not that long out of school compared to me. Um, one of the things I was thinking about was that, obviously, we, we tell kids and tell our kids not to drink, not to drug, not to do all this stuff. But we don't actually give them the the, the information to make an informed choice. M- my kind of perception is... I think telling a
1: child not to do something makes them want to do it more. Makes them do it
0: more, yeah. So I was thinking of trying to do some kind of teaching, like, just a two-hour session in schools for 12 to 13-year-olds. Rather than just say no, to say, why should I say Yes. And, and actually, because my, my I think, well, a lot of us think that alcohol is romanticised and it's great, you can't wait. I remember you getting to 18 and you couldn't wait to go in with your ID and buy cigarettes and alcohol at the bar because it was a done thing to go and mm. do. It was almost like a rite of passage and it was almost to say, yes, I'm grown up now. Um, yeah, I'm
1: still a bit gutted when I don't get ID'd anymore, to be honest. do <laughs> <laughs> right, I look old. Yeah. Well,
0: sure. So, um. I was kind of thinking, you know, that you, we all, even when I was a teen, you know, we had this thing, you can't wait to drink, it's a great thing, it's a really cool thing to do, and it's nice to get twatted and not really care. But did you ever know, because I've only just recently learned about the true dangers of alcohol, so were you ever at any time in your drinking and drugging, were you in, because I know they did a lot of like Frank, didn't they, just ask Frank, and a lot about drugs, but did they cover stuff about alcohol? When you
1: Alcohol's were in Frank, Frank yeah.
0: It was? Yeah. Okay, so what sort of things
1: did they cover? I don't know. You don't know? It's a I ever listened to any of it.
0: Okay,
1: <laughs> okay. I don't so know. I used to be 14 or 15 drinking White light at the park. Yeah. About a three-pound bottle, three bottle of three-litre cider getting smashed.
0: Yeah. But. So that the same age as me, really, 14, 15, and the park. And that's what kind of gets me, is that, that I was thinking that, obviously, I grew up in the 70s, Um, one of our other ladies, um, Tea Lover, did a podcast the other day and she's 17 years younger than me and she'd done the same thing and it's like we've all done the same thing and and obviously now after lockdown you're back on the nightclub scene in your security as well Mm. and one of the things that probably didn't happen in my day but happens now is that we see teenagers just strewn all over the floors of the city I think in all
1: honesty it's, it's got nothing to do with age, it's just British culture.
0: Yeah. That's what we get. It yeah. It's just
1: British culture. Yeah. Like there's so many like countries in the world that are like destined to get out of lockdown. And all we want to do is get back to the pubs.
2: Yeah.
1: And it's just, it's just given like alcohol is just British culture. Yeah. And that's just weeded in. Like mm. always has been, always will be, I think. I yeah. think that's not something that you can withdraw from people. It's just the
2: culture.
0: It's
1: a culture. That's, that's what us Brits do. That's why we're hated every, every other fucking country because we go to places and get smashed. Yeah. That's why we're hated everywhere. Yeah. You know.
0: What do you think that's about? I don't know. I don't, know. I don't know. But this, this is what struck me the other day when I was listening to Tea Lovers podcast is that this is normal for Britain. This yeah. is what we do, it is in our culture. Yeah. But what I also realised is we're not educated. Otherwise? Like, if, if I was... I don't think
1: it's that we're not educated, I think it's just we're so ignorant, we don't care. Okay. I don't care. What, what, <laughs> I don't give a shit. What, what is it you couldn't give a shit about? About the effects of alcohol. Okay. There are dangers about it, I do not care. I want a drink, I'll have a drink, but that's just me. It's not that I'm ignorant, it's just because I don't... I just don't care about stuff, I you know me. I'd rather live a short, happy life yeah. than a long, boring life. Yeah. So... I'm I mean, th- there's a lot of things, you know, that you go into debating about, about, you know, there's a lot of things that people agree with and don't agree with, you know, and things like chemtrails in the skies and stuff, which I'm not going to get into about because that's sort of off topic for of the podcast, but, you know, it's not exactly the, the air that we're breathing is the nicest, cleanest air no. in the world, is it? You know, it's full no, no. of pollution, it's, you know, chemtrails and stuff, but am yeah. not going to get into that. No. But, so it's just like, well can't okay, might as I do it. Might
0: yeah. as well enjoy my life faster But if if you'd have been told a bit more about, you because know, you were someone that hated smoking, hated me smoking, mm. right, um, because, and there, there was, at that time when you hated it, there was this campaign about how smoking kills. And you said, mummy, mm. mummy, it's going to kill you, the advert tells you. If there had been adverts around, because all the adverts we see about alcohol is romanticising it, you know, nice mm. hot beach, swimming in the sea, you've got to have a pina colada or a beer. Um, right. it, yeah, but if if you'd have been if there'd been advertising around at that time about alcohol in the same way as it was the dangers of cigarettes, and if you were taught at that same age about the dangers of alcohol in the same way you were cigarettes, would it have been different? But in think? all
1: honesty, it won't because everything comes back to money, and if they stopped selling alcohol, will mm. wouldn't make no money. Yeah, as <laughs> so simple bang as that. On. bang on. Because the only reason they do it about drugs because it's illegal and they can't make money off it. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. come back to it, it's like alcohol, yeah it's really bad for you and it's proper poison, but they can put a really high tax on it mm-hmm. and you can have your own decision whether you want to buy it or not, there's your money profit, yeah. all comes down to money. Yeah. So it's all well and good saying about advertisements of how bad alcohol and stuff is, but at the end of the day, there never will be, no matter what, because it's the government's money maker. Mm-hmm. And again, that's British culture. because. People want to buy it, and that's how government makes so much money all the time. It's highly taxed.
0: And do you know what's so great is to hear someone of your young age to have that understanding that actually because everything's
1: money, everything's money, every every, anything. Whoever says that money doesn't make the world go around is full of shit because it does. Mm -hmm. money is everything. If if currency wasn't worth everything, there'll be scavengers. The world would go to shit. Mm -hmm. Like. There wouldn't be nothing without money. Money wakes a while go around and that Im- that implements everything that you see on TV, adverts, shops, tax, everything. Yeah. It's just money.
0: And so it is about them making money. Obviously it's and all about money. It's about marketing stuff. Everything's
1: and, about money. Yeah.
0: And even one of the things, you know, that we talked about recently um, podcasts and that is about the about the alcohol pops that mm. are actually targeted at teenagers. Al-pops. You know, alcohol pops, yeah. the WKD and all that. I mean, you, know? you can,
1: you can yeah. get, um, you can go to a place like B&M now and you can buy like um, gin and tonic freezer um, ice pops, oh, ice pots Really? Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. You okay. can
1: buy like ice slushy ones that put yeah. in the freezer. And they're gin and yeah. tonic. Yeah. They're uh, well nice, though. They are nice. But, <laughs> but
0: it's crazy. But yeah.
1: you know, it's ice lollies, kids. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah. So they're targeting yeah. that, aren't they? So really? it's yeah. It's
1: mad, but yeah. again. I'm sure they'll make a lot of money off them in the summer because sure what people want.
0: Yeah, and it's like the gin and tonics. You can go and like a can of Coke and just pick them up now. JD and Coke, mm-hmm. can't you? Just yeah, on
1: the go ones. You yeah. Uh, yeah. Can't buy, can buy big bottles, but you can buy a small little can. Can's with
0: just
2: to Jack
1: Daniels Coke? and stuff in yeah. Yeah, and Coke. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: just oh, you like
1: a like, normal can of Coke.
2: Yeah,
1: and they're cheap as well. To be fair, they yeah. are really that's cheap. That's
0: the thing. They're making cheap. Yeah, and they're only, They're literally
1: like a couple of quids. They're only like a quid more than a can of Coke would be anyway. So.
0: So, just just moving on then, just to look at obviously the last eight months, nearly nine months, next week it'll be nine months that I've been sober. Have you noticed any difference in me?
1: Yeah, you probably talk a lot more. <laughs> and every time I have a drink, that's poison, you know. <laughs> I get more lectures, I'll tell you that. Like, a lot more lectures. Um, but yeah, generally, you seem happier, I guess.
2: Yeah.
1: You. Well, you are buying a lot more organic food, which is just as costly as alcohol. But you know, as you say, I'm not spending it on this and that, so I can spend it on that now.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: What about physical health, you notice know, any difference in my physical health?
1: I mean, it's I can't really comment on that because your physical health is a deterioration, deteriorating product anyway, isn't it really? Um, is not one thing that suddenly gets better. Over the years, it does gradually get worse, doesn't it? I suppose. Mm. So it's hard to comment on that, really. Um, but I mean, you seem more willed to do things now. Okay. More up for doing things, as I say.
0: More motivated. Yeah.
1: More yeah. motivated. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So one of the things I've learned about recently is about the plasticity of the mind, thanks to the Todd's lovely blog the other day. Um, and you know, because one of the other conditions I've got is functional neurological disorder, which um. That there's not a nerve damage, but there's a message damage between my brain and my body. And That's
1: why I you call it ditzy all the time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I'm kind of thinking that maybe, just maybe, um, the alcohol wiped out over the years, my old pathways. And the last couple of weeks, I've tried really, really hard. So Well, I have, uh, as you know, you did that video a month ago of me with using mindfulness to try and control my walking mm. and my symptoms. But I'm finding that being more conscious of that every day and doing that every day that it's gradually get, getting easier. Mm. Um, it could be because of the weather because we know that I'm a lot better in summer. In summer, um, But I'm also kind of hateful that actually it's part of that retraining my my pathways. And I mean, look, today I've been out and, and test-roading a Can-Am three-wheeled mm. motorbike. I mean, could you have seen me doing that a year ago? Probably not.
1: No. Couldn't have seen you doing it three months ago to be fair. Um, But then again, it's window, won't it? Yeah, yeah. It could be
0: different, but But, yeah. I mean, I feel like I've got more energy, more motivation.
1: Yeah, but then there's two sides of that because then you think, oh, let's do this, let's do that, and then you just wipe yourself out.
0: Yeah.
1: So you need to try and structure yourself more with what you can and can't do. Think, oh yeah, I've got more energy, but then the next day you'll be fucked because you've used up so much energy in that day. Yeah. But yeah, it's given that you do more.
0: Yeah. So I have to pace more still, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because it was a I've always been like a bit of a boom and a bust person. I do 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 and then don't 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 sort of thing. But, yeah, same um, as me though. Yeah, but then also I was a bit drink 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 and blackout blackout blackout. blackout I guess. So.
1: Yeah, that might just be a thing through the audience though. Cause par's the same.
2: Yeah.
1: Par will just work 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 and then yeah. be knackered. Yeah. Then again, Aquarius same as me. So. Yeah probably
0: do his star a bit as well yeah but. okay so overall then you don't feel you overall, think it's more I'm effective? sound
1: I'm fine yeah. it's all in your head
0: <laughs> yeah it's affected me more yeah. than it has you really yeah but are you happy how would you feel then if I went and pulled myself a glass oh, of oh I'd slap
1: now? silly no <laughs> not allowed to but that's only because I know you'd fuck yourself up yeah just because you put so much work into it you just ruin it all and then what would it be for nothing.
2: Yeah.
1: And then all the lectures you give me would have been pointless, wouldn't they? Because you backtrack on yourself. They would really, wouldn't they? Yeah. yeah. So you don't so got to stand on anymore.
0: No. So. so I'll stay off the poison then, yeah? Yeah, stay off. okay legal
1: poison. Thank yeah. you.
0: Well, thank you so much for uh, taking this frame ride with me. <laughs> we need to get off the train now. Um, I hope that's been helpful to people. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, I actually feel quite relieved. Um, I feel very proud that I've uh, raised such a a wonderful son, um, who's now also a wonderful dad. Um, And yeah, but I think one of the things that this also proves that communication is key. Uh, Things play on our minds. The biggest person we beat up and we're unkind to is ourselves. And actually, just opening those communication pathways can really make a huge difference to the people around you and your sobriety so until next time take care um, and keep sober